0: After an hour or two of every position possible, you know, spit roast and just like her on her knees with three very big men in her mouth and all of that, we took a break for a while and in the other room, there she is hooking up very softly and passionately with the French photographer.
1: Get ready, this is Consenting Adults.
0: The conversations you are about to hear are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else she looked at me and said so you want to have sex with other people that's what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is- okay. and
1: you find it a turn on to hear about what he did yeah and then it's like i want to come home and get it the way she got it does he know you have a boyfriend Oh well, yes
0: this it is it's consenting
1: adults with lena wynn My guest today is joining us all the way from Tokyo. Nick is 42, his wife, Nina, is 37. He's an import consulting, she's an executive at a tech company. And Nick, how long have you and Nina been married?
0: We've been married for 12 years now.
1: Wow, okay. So there's a five-year difference between the two of you and you told me that when you first got married, the wife was kind of a little jealous that you had about five years on her. Is that right?
0: That is exactly right. You know, she was pretty young, and she had only had a couple of serious relationships before we got together. Whereas I was a, a pretty liberal American that explored uh, as much as possible in my youth, and yeah, I experienced a lot.
1: Now, your wife is Japanese. Yes. Are there cultural Things that, you know, as a young Japanese woman, you're not supposed to be very experienced?
0: Definitely. It's a very conservative culture. You know, she approached it from that very traditional, a girlfriend was just supposed to be, you know, loyal to her boyfriend and, you know, just that traditional conservative background.
1: And for the first part of your marriage, um, would you say it was pretty vanilla?
0: It was. I will say that we, you know, there's always been an amazing sexual chemistry between the two of us, which has been excellent from the beginning. That's always been a strong point of our relationship from the very beginning until today. You know, we've always been very physically intimate with each other, which is fantastic. But it, yes, it was very vanilla.
1: So sex was pretty good. Like at what point did you guys start even talking about anything other than the traditional stuff that, that you guys were doing?
0: Yeah, I can actually remember exactly the time when the conversation got exciting. Um, So when we first hooked up, she was actually dating another guy at the time and She didn't tell me this at the time, but years later, when we were married, one night um, she mentioned that, you know, the first time we hooked up, she was on her way home, but didn't have enough time to make the last train. And so she went back to her boyfriend's house and spent the night with him. And she told him that she had hooked up with me that day. And then they had sex. And she said it was really hot sex because she had just told her Japanese boyfriend that she had just hooked up with some American guy. For she's retelling this story to me years later, now that we're married, and it was just the hottest thing ever. And I was like, "Oh, that's really oh. cool. I like that." You know, oh. and we we both really liked that, um, and that was kind of the genesis of the oh, I, I, I like this, you know, you sleeping with somebody else and then talking about it. So,
1: but was it just a one-way thing or, or did it kind of go both ways?
0: We were both really turned on by it.
1: But what I mean is, did you find yourself then doing a lot of pillow talk, fantasizing, talking like during sex about that oh, yeah. kind of stuff, her being with other people?
0: Yes, definitely. Okay.
1: So when I'm asking if it was a two-way street, did she get off on hearing about you being with other people?
0: Um, no. And okay. to this day, she still doesn't ask. Like, I have plenty to say if she wants to ask, <laughs> but she just, it's just like, boom, There, there's a brick wall there. She doesn't even ask. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's all me.
1: Yeah. Okay. So- have you been a jealous person before? Let's not think about the lifestyle. Let's think about yeah. like before that, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, that that's a that's a really good point. Um, you know, I did have a formative relationship when I was young where my partner was very attractive. We would break up and then get back together and she could find another guy in about 20 seconds, you know, mm-hmm. and I was very young and it was definitely formative.
1: So but like were you jealous? Were you a jealous person?
0: Uh, a little bit, yeah. But at the same time, my other relationships when I was young, I was a bull for other couples. Like yeah, oh. even in high school I was a bull for another couple. Like
1: wait a second, but did you know about the lifestyle back then or of were course you just- not? Okay, no, I-, you were I didn't just-
0: realize it until ten years later what was really going on, but ah. Yeah, my okay. my first real physical relationship was with a girl who had a boyfriend that was off in college, where I was just the the physical stand-in. Ah, you know, okay. She she wasn't emotionally interested in me, but she just liked me physically. She's
1: using you, she's just exactly. using your body. Exactly, <laughs> he says with a smile. Um, <laughs> okay, um, so then that's that's interesting. Since that relationship. Were you in other relationships that we would consider being part of the lifestyle?
0: In my early twenties, yes, quite a lot of entertaining hot wives. I'm pretty outgoing and I just, you know, be uh, flirtatious with women. It's like find out either during or after the fact, like, oh, you're married, oh, you're a mom, like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh. Like, see you next time.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but were you ever in relationships? <laughs> Where you participated in the lifestyle together?
0: No, not at all. Never. Okay.
1: Yeah, and why is that? Like, did you ever consider it?
0: Uh, No. I mean, honestly, Nina and I settled down pretty young. It wasn't until after being married and settled down that I even like kind of knew any of this. Oh, I see. Okay. So
1: the wife tells you about you know early on while you were dating, and and that turned you on, and, and then that's followed by you know dirty talk during sex yes when did it when did it like move on to something else
0: okay so um we were very close to trying something we lived in new york city and we were very close to you know trying something and then she got pregnant and you know probably because we were so turned on things were very uh you know hot (laughs) at the time and so then we kind of cooled it down for a while while the kids were young. And then a few years ago when we moved to Tokyo, uh, it was the right time for us and also the right environment to try something. Oh. And it was about, about three years ago that we...
1: What do you mean, right environment? Like, are they kinky over there in Tokyo?
0: There is actually a pretty decent kink scene here. And also, one of the things here is that there's a decent expat community. Um, she's only interested in foreign guys. She's not interested in Japanese guys. The expats that live here, you know, you have to be pretty well educated. You have to be, you know, on good behavior. Um, you have to be pretty financially secure. Um, all these things that it just, it makes for a, a well curated community before you can even be here and then within that community you find the kinky people you know the open-minded liberal people and then there there is a, a community for fun
1: mm-hmm. and how did you start like finding people
0: online you know uh, adult friend finder fet life that kind of stuff
1: okay and what's your play style like were you looking for just were you looking for bowls were you looking for other men?
0: Yeah, definitely looking for, for just for Bulls to begin with. Mm. You know, for me, it's all about her pleasure. We're deeply in love, and I want her to have the best experience possible. Nothing turns me on more than her enjoying herself. And then also, just um, physically, you know, I, I can only last so long. You know, <laughs> even in my younger days, I couldn't last too long. And so, I would approach it with her like, hey, wouldn't it be great like if there was somebody else to take over while I catch my breath? You know, you, yeah. She can stay in that state for a long time. And wouldn't it be great if somebody can take over and continue while I catch my breath and then I'll come back and then we can take turns and continue to pleasure you for as long as possible. And I thought maybe it would double the pleasure, but in reality, it's... Tenfold, because um, now that we've done this many times, you know, by having, you know, multiple partners that can take turns, she can stay in that state for well over an hour, you know.
1: Okay. Um, So you're talking about tag teaming, right? But is that all that you do or do you ever, you know, like, do you guys do that spit roast thing that you swingers do over there in Tokyo?
0: Uh, Definitely. We do a lot of that. That's definitely fun. What's great about that is when she is being penetrated by somebody else, I'm not necessarily in attack mode. I can kind of like let my guard down. I can kind of just be in my normal brain and watch her, maybe get a little pleasure from her while while she's giving me oral, but I, I don't have to be thinking about pleasing her or, you know, being in that, that aggressive, you know, dominant mode, I could just kind of Mm. sit back and watch her enjoying herself. And that's something else that that's really fun is being in my observant brain as opposed to in my, I don't know how else to put it other than attack mode. It's so much fun just to watch her while she's having a good time.
1: Mm. So you're describing what many people describe, what they call compersion, right?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and I'm still trying to determine whether there's a difference between that and actually being turned on by it, because I think that's different. Do you think that's different?
0: Oh, um, absolutely. Like to, be I, turned,
1: I... to be turned on versus, I love watching her enjoy herself.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so true. Yes, you're exactly right. There, it's both at the same time, usually. And just as much as I enjoy her with watching her with a, another partner, I enjoy watching her with her toys. If I know that she's feeling good, I feel good.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so aside from the MFM that I'm yeah. hearing about, have you done anything else? And is there ever any, interaction with with you and the the other guy.
0: Definitely not. I'm 100% straight. You know, there there's sometimes some, you know,
1: friendly uh, fire.
0: Some, friendly fire, yeah, you know, some close contact, but that's just uh, that's just, you know, being friends. But recently we have done a full couple swap. That was a first just a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. I will be honest, I do kind of feel bad for the other girl. I was so focused on Nina and making sure that she was comfortable and having a good time. So the other couple, they were very experienced. And so I wasn't worried about hurting anybody's feelings over there. Um, but this was Nina's first time. And I wanted to make sure that she felt that I was there with her, that I was focused on her. I didn't want her to feel you know, left out at any point. So Even when I was intimate with the other woman, I was still, my eyes were still over on Nina. I was still, you know, making sure that she was having a good time, making sure that she felt comfortable.
1: Mm -hmm. And did she enjoy the experience as well? Is is this going to continue?
0: She did like it. She liked watching me with another woman. The other guy was great, which helped, of course. She still, though, at the end was like, I'm not sure how comfortable I am with that, you know? Um, she's
1: Is there some jealousy?
0: Yeah, I hear that a lot here on your pod, you know, with usually, well, not usually, but a lot of times the women are more jealous, they're more like, you know, want to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And that that's definitely the case here as well.
1: Has your wife ever experienced like being with other women or like groups of people?
0: Um, she had been with another woman once before. Actually, that's kind of a fun story. She was at the US embassy working on the paperwork for to enter the U S and she met another woman. They went out for drinks, missed the last train, ended up staying at a hotel room together. And, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I, I still have trouble getting all the details out of her to this day, (laughs) but she said it was a lot of fun, but not her thing. If I can. Yeah. Sure. It, It was a great experience, but you know, she's glad that she did it, but she likes the guys. Uh
1: huh. And how about groups of people? Have you guys done that orgy thing?
0: Uh, yeah, we we did do a, a group session earlier this year where I brought three guys back oh. to our hotel room. We got a suite, and she's waiting there at the room. I go meet up with the guys, and there's three guys. One of the guys we had played with once before, this big, huge German guy that's from like the Berlin like kink scene. You know, very dominant. Oh. Yeah, and then a African American USGI, you know, super fit, and then the the third guy is a French uh, photographer, a fashion photographer.
1: This was like a United Nations gangbang. Yes,
0: it was. It was, and it was a lot of lot of fun. So we go back to the room. The guys were all chatting, and then I bring her out in the little dress that that's the Twitter profile picture, and we make small talk for a couple minutes. And then I just kind of asked the guys to touch her and kind of see how she's reacts and stuff like that. And the the German guy really takes the lead and kind of like escalates things very quickly. And, you know, she's on her knees with three, you know, myself and the other two guys above her. And the French guy just wanted to be a photographer. He like kind of like sat back and just like he took pictures for us. He was more comfortable doing that rather than participating. And so myself, this big German guy and this American GI just took turns, you know, just taking advantage of her for the evening, you know, just being physically dominant with her. And she enjoyed being dominated But at the same time, she was also kind of intimidated and scared, and you know that that was part of the fun. Mm. And after an hour or two of every position possible, you know, spit roast and just like her on her knees with three very big men in her mouth and all of that, we took a break for a while. And in the other room, there she is hooking up very softly and passionately with the French photographer. Oui, oui. Of course she was. Yeah, exactly. And when she talks about that, when we reminisce about that day, she talks about that being her favorite part because she was dominated by these three really aggressive guys and got really scared. But then The, the evening concluded with her being passionately, romantically, sensually, softly intimate with this French, you know, sweetheart. The guy that had been the artist of, of Mm -hmm. the evening was there to really bring everything together and to, to make her feel safe and soft. Nice. Yeah. If there's anything that we talk about the pillow talk thing where we reminisce, um, it definitely Ah. goes back to that for her. Mm -hmm. So let's put it in perspective. Um, She is an executive at a pretty big company Mm -hmm. where she is surrounded by rich, financially powerful dudes, but in the bedroom, she wants to lose control. She wants big, strong foreign guys paying attention to her, but physically she has completely lost control. That's that power exchange, and so she really enjoys that dynamic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know labels are, are awful, just because even within the labels, everyone defines themselves differently. Totally. Yeah. Um, so, how, how, like, how do you describe yourselves? Your your play style?
0: Definitely a, a stag and vixen. Myself, I'm definitely an alpha male, so, um, so definitely a, a, a stag. If you're going by lifestyle definitions, you know she's confident with who she is, which is great because I think before we started doing this, which we started up about three years ago, before we did this, she was a stay-at-home mom for a while, kind of lost her confidence in herself physically, you know, just kind of like put on some weight and like that, that kind of stuff. I've always felt she's the most beautiful person in the world. You know, she's, she's never had to worry about my attention. Um, But just as a person, you know, you kind of lose your confidence over time. But then once we started doing this, she has swagger. She like, she, she really is a different person. She's like, no, I, I got this. And I see her getting ready to go out for, for, work meetings, you know, dinner meetings and stuff like that and she looks great. She knows she looks great. She knows that she's the the center of attention. She's a different person, you know. I know you hear this from from plenty of couples, but you know, when a woman regains her confidence, it's incredible. It's it's so beautiful. I'm so proud of her. I love seeing her light up with confidence. I love seeing other men look at her and she's like, yeah, that's right.
1: Clearly, it's done something for your marriage. Do you ever see yourself going back to the way things were, ever?
0: I'm not afraid of that, if that makes sense. This isn't something that we need to do. It's fun, and I enjoy it. But if it ever got to the point where it became more labor than it was worth, like mm-hmm. we're, we're so closely connected, I'm fine if it's just the two of us for the rest of our life as long as this is an option I mean yes I, I look forward to it I enjoy finding situations for her to explore I enjoy seeing her blossom and develop and enjoy herself and as long as it's fun and as long as it's a net positive I, I don't ever see us stopping but we're, we're also passionately and intimately in love so if it's just the two of us that's fine too
1: if you'd like to hook up with this hot couple, they created a Twitter just for this interview. It's at Tokyo Hot Life. They're also on FetLife at Ito Stag. Thanks for listening to Consenting Adults. If you're enjoying the show, I'd really appreciate a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you next time on Consenting Adults.